Okay. Hi, Ross. Hello, Sam. Welcome to episode 13 of Sam and Ross Like Things, the podcast where Sam and Ross talk about things that they like. I've got a, I've got a runny nose situation right at the beginning of the show. Yeah? Yeah. I don't like that. Well, well not that's, one bit. So why don't we talk a little bit about the format since we might have new listeners. Okay. So how did this show come to be? What is our, our mission? Our mission is to, should we choose to accept it, mm-hmm. is to like things. Yes. I, Ross, will like a thing. I think this is my, my turn to go first. Right? This week. So I will first like a thing and speak about it. And then you, Sam, will then speak about a thing you like. And we're not here to th- talk about things we don't like. And we're not here to talk about why the things we like are inferior to other things that other people no may hedging. like. No, no hedging. hedging. No hedging. So just, just things you like, why we like them, what we like about them. Right. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, we are a podcast and we have follow-up from previous episodes. I'll start out by saying we got a lovely postcard from a listener who I've never met in real life, and it made my day. Um, yeah, that uh, P.O. box is working out, it, it? It does. So if you're a new listener, I one of the things I like is my P.O. box. And if you send mail to P.O. box, or Sam Davies, P.O. box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914, I will get it, and it'll make <laughs> me happy. And uh, this person didn't specifically say we could mention their name or anything on the air, but if he or she would like to get in touch with us via the internets, um, we can make the the contest that we had, which I guess is still open. If you send us mail to the P.O. Box and you want to come on the show and talk about a thing you like, uh, we'll figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, so let us know if you would like to do that. Um, I have a small piece of follow-up. Ooh, small. So last week, or last fortnight, I talked about Apple Music. You did. And there's news this week that Dr. Dre, who is an Apple employee now, as we all know, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre is going to is working on a television show that I think they're going to distribute through Apple Music. Okay. Which is a weird thing. It's called Vitals or Vital Signs or something, and it's Vittles. 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 I'm not sure it's called Vittles, but it could be. Uh, and it's a six episode thing where each episode will focus on one of Dr. Dre's feelings. Um, and it's supposed to be, like, rated MA for mature audiences. I, I'm mature enough to watch. Are you? Well, I mean, at least to watch nudie TV. Yeah, well, I think that, and what about, there's things some violence. I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to, to debut, like, a series of video with. But um, I think it will be exclus- exclusively available to Apple Music subscribers. Huh. So. That'll be a neat thing if it happens. Yeah. That was my follow-up. Oh, great. Let's get into it, Ross. Okay. Um, this week, you are liking a thing that I know zero about. Really? I know nothing about it. And I purposely didn't look anything up because I want you to tell me all about it. It is uh, Texas Beach. Oh, this is fascinating. So um, do you know that Texas Beach is in Richmond? Uh, I do now. Okay, cool. So Texas Beach is a beach that is, uh, let me start over. Texas Beach is a part of the James River Park system. Okay. Which is the one of the major parks in Richmond, Virginia. I'm aware of the James River. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Um, so the James River Park System, as you can imagine, is a series, a system, system of parks near the James River. That makes sense. It's yeah. what it says on the tin. Right. It's exactly right there. And so Texas Beach is part of that park system, and it is near Maymont. Um, so I know you about could, Maymont. Yeah. So if you go to Maymont, and then to the east of Maymont, there's a set of streets that are named after states. And so if you go east of Maymont and you find Texas Avenue and go south 
on Texas Avenue until you cannot go south anymore. You'll be at Texas Beach. Okay. Um, park. Is that the part that you can see from Maymont where you're near the Bears and there's like a fence and then like a running trail? Yeah, so that's North Bank Trail over there. And okay. Texas Beach is, is an access point onto the North Bank Trail, which it stretches basically along the whole, like a big portion of the North Bank of the James River. So Texas Beach is super cool because you go in and there's like a little parking lot at the top. And then there's a trail that leads you down through woods, and it's a, there's some mountain biking going on in there. So people who mountain bike can go over there. And then you go um, – there's this really awesome metal bridge that goes across the train tracks because, you know, over there by Maymont where you're speaking of, the train tracks are right there. So it's like trail, train tracks, river, all kind of like combined like right there. Um, so this bridge goes over the railroad tracks. It's cool looking. It's like industrial feeling. You feel like you're in a city. You know, it's like – railroad and there's usually trains with like coal cars and stuff so you feel very urban and on the other side of the bridge is this huge steel and concrete spiral staircase it's probably about two or three stories tall and you've got to walk down the spiral staircase Um, and once you get to the bottom of the spiral staircase you're just in like overgrown deserted island jungle Wow. It's, yeah, it's like the weirdest transition place in the city. And it's one of the reasons I like it because you go right from like clearly like civilization and trains and stuff and you're kind of spit out into just like overgrowth. And there's like a trail that you can take and it'll take you out to that North Bank Trail. Um, but it's just very uh, removed from the city. But you're not really, you know, you're like five minutes from downtown and you just feel like you're in in a land before time. Wow. Yeah. But, but not a dinosaur. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. You could be so, a dinosaur, I think. So I admit that, so I'm a Richmond transplant, so a lot of these things are new to me. So is it like, has it got like the Belle Isle vibe where it's like run down old buildings that aren't used anymore? Or is it more, oh, go ahead. So there's there's some of that. Um, that the, that North Bank Trail is very long, um, several miles long. So like Texas Beach, you can go in and you'll, there are several sandy beaches right there at the, at the beginning of the trail. And there's so, sand? Yeah, there's sand. It's river sand, so it's not like ocean sand. It has been pummeled by an ocean for eons. But it, I mean, it's coarser. It's a little different. But like definitely a place where you could bring a beach chair if you wanted and set up your beach chair and sit so, on the river with a beach chair. So talk to me about this because, I mean, going to the, I'm, we moved to Richmond when we had a baby. Yeah. And didn't get how much. And the, I know the river exists. I know mm-hmm. there's, like, hiking near it. And I know there's signs that say, and they're like, don't swim now because it's dangerous or swim with life jackets. Like, so people can go down to the river and it's like going to the ocean kind of? Oh, yeah, man. You can. So when you go down there to Texas Beach, you will pass on the trail, which is a very compressed horizontal space, right? There's a trail, and on either side of you is either the river or jungles. And so you'll pass people on this trail all the time and they'll, you know, they'll be, they'll have coolers and chairs and all kinds of stuff. So you just go down there with your stuff and pick a spot and you just hang out on the river. Um, and one of the, one of the great things about Texas Beach, like you were saying, is like old rundown building vibe. What's the kind of vibe is since it's so long, there's all kinds of vibes. Yeah. Like there's beach, which just feels very beachy. Um, there's rocks where you can like kind of go out in the river, sit on a big flat rock with your stuff. There is like a couple abandoned buildings that you can kind of crawl through that the trail goes through. Of Schmorgesborg. That sounds so. So it's not just a clever name; it's actually like a beach. Yeah, there are beach-like segments to which it lends, and it's Texas Avenue. So those two things. Okay. Um, don't like don't go there expecting like Virginia Beach. They are river beaches, and they are they're probably like the biggest ones, probably like fifty yards. And then there's like some trees and stuff, and then there's another small beach, and then there's some trees, and then it like kind of switches to more rocks and 
it's a super lot of fun. It's an awesome place to take kids, walk down the path, find a cool rock to climb on, go sit out in the middle river, have some snacks. Have you taken your son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a family summertime adventure? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it feels like an adventure because you're like really suddenly outside of the city. It's cool. How did you uh, first encounter Texas Beach? I guess when I was a younger man, we would go down there and drink, which is not super safe to do. Um, you drink soda pop. Yeah, mm-hmm, soda pop. If you're going to drink soda pop, yeah, please bring aluminum cans, and please do not leave the cans there. So gotcha. don't bring any glass bottles, which I have to yell at people when they do this. Um, but we would just go down there and drink and hang out. Because it's so long, and it's so... There's little pockets of isolation where even if there's, it's a very busy day and there are tons of folks down there, you can still find your own spot just to oh, chill great. and talk and hang out. Yeah, uh, so, so there's a place for, where a family could go and not be uh, harassed by uh, street youths. Yeah, teens. Te- dang, dang young, young, people like me in my younger age <laughs> drinking down by the river. Yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot. It's one of the very Richmondy places. You can swim. There's places where the river is deep enough where you can out, get, like, get out there and swim. Oh, nice. Which is cool if you're into swimming. Um, it's like the whole plethora of things you can do at so, the river. So tell me about the excursion. So it sounds like there are no amenities. So you're going to go there. If you go in the river, you're going to come back sandy and wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, we just- usually, we'll like, we'll all bring bags. Everyone will have a towel. You got I mean, you should wear river shoes. Anytime you're in the river, you should wear river shoes. Um, so do, do you have river shoes? Mm-hmm. I have little like Ninja Turtle shoes that have a separate... What a big toe slot, and then a, a separate slot for the rest of your toes. So you look kind of like a foot ninja, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what a foot ninja is. Yeah, and and so like they 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 prevent your feet from getting sliced and diced by rocks and stuff. Okay, I got okay. Um, but yeah, we just get out there, wade, swim. It's awesome. I want to go do this now, but it is currently fifty-one degrees, so the water is probably like fifteen. Yeah, and, and freezing. That's great. Yeah. So my follow-up is maybe I'll go do that. When it's warm outside, yeah, like honestly, like it's a, it would be a cool wintertime wintertime hike. Yeah, as long as everyone was clear that no one was getting in the river because it was too cold. But it, it would be fun to go down there when the when there weren't a ton of leaves, you could see a little bit further. It'd be cool. Yeah, that sounds great. So when you go, do you bring a cooler full of soda pop and a chair? Yeah, we usually bring put snacks and drinks in everyone's bags, and then we'll usually go a ways down, find a big flat rock in the middle of the river, kind of like jump on the rocks to get out there, and then we'll have like a picnic out on the on the middle of the river. That sounds delightful. Yeah, it's cool. And that's, you know, in our city. It New. is. It's just right down there. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. It's a thing I like. That's great, Ross. So um, we're going to do something new now yeah. for our show, which is... Uh, we're going to about talk about something that we like, but we're kind of paid to like. Kind of. <laughs> kind of paid to like. So we have a sponsor. Yeah. And I'm going to do a sponsor read. Do it. Should I just sit here quietly while you do it? No, there's, there's, I sent you the thing and there's like brackets where we're going to ad lib. Okay. And shuck and jive. And you'll, you'll give me a vamp, 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 vamp. Well, feel free to jump in. Okay. We, man, we're professionals. Super professional. <laughs> professionals. <laughs> we can do this however we want. So this episode of Sam and Ross Like Things is brought to you by our friends at Floricane, who graciously let us uh, record for free in their big conference room. So, so in return, we're going to give them the, uh, the sponsor read. Uh, if you don't know, Floricane is an organizational development consulting practice that's in downtown Richmond. We're in the Times Dispatch building right now in, in one of their conference rooms. Um, and Floricane 
Group's job is they help you and your employees work better together and to find new ways for your business or nonprofit to be more successful in whatever the thing is you do. So if uh, you need some help with um, figuring out how to uh, make your employees happier or what is the strategy of your nonprofit, uh, Floricane uh, are good people who know how to help you with that stuff. Uh, Specifically, they want you to know about their Insights Workshop. This will be on Thursday, March 17th. Which is St. Patrick's Day. Which is St. Patrick's Day. Well, a great way to start your St. Patrick's Day day. Yes. Is to insights in the, in the day, drink beer at night. So it is a, uh, it's a during the day, I'm, I don't know the exact time it starts, but it's a day-long workshop. Um, Ross and I have both taken this workshop in the past, and it's basically you, you do a little pre-test. It's, kinda, it's a personality test, and you spend the day learning about how you – uh, communicate with others, how you like to work, what you do, uh, where you f- find good energy from, where you find bad energy from. And it also teaches you how other people might be different than you <laughs> and work differently. And I just want to say that uh, it has been incredibly helpful in my understanding of how I interact with the world. I love this thing. Yeah. Insights is the best. Um, we did it at my office, RV News, and it is like... It's very helpful and useful to have a common vocabulary to describe and talk about the way people think and act and work. Yes. Um, and just to be, and like, there are many other common vocabularies out there, but to have this one is so nice for us and our team to be able to be like, blah, blah, blue, this thing, green, that thing. And everyone's like, okay, I've spent a whole day learning what all this means. And so now you don't yep. have to explain it to me. So there are different, the thing that I like about insights versus something like, a Myers-Briggs or any other personality test is they emphasize that it's not that everybody has everything. It's just what you naturally sort of gravitate towards and what your natural proclivities are. But for example, I'm mostly green, which means I'm all like feel and I want people to like me. Mm -hmm. And sort of the opposite of that is this red energy, which is like, I'm going to tell you what to do and I expect (laughs) it to get done. And I have very little of that naturally, but that doesn't mean I never do it. Right, yeah. It's, it's just, like a spectrum Yeah, it's a, yeah. versus four boxes to put yeah. yourself in. So I can't recommend this enough if yeah. you want to know more about yourself. And when people say, oh, you, you're using a lot of red. We need a lot of red energy on this project. You'll know what that means. Yeah. That's great. Um, so if you're interested, it is $149 for the day. If you are a not work for a nonprofit, it's $129. And like me... Um, if your company made you fill out this personality test but never actually told you what it meant, that happened to me like several jobs ago, there's a $49 one if you've already taken the test but nobody's explained to you what any of it means, <laughs> which actually happened to me. So that's there. Um, if you're interested, you can go to floricane.com slash events. That's F-L-O-R-I-C-A-N-E dot com slash events. Uh, and you can also find Floricane on Twitter. So we want to thank them for sponsoring the, the show sponsoring the show it's the very first sponsor it's, it's a big deal and yeah. this will set the precedent i was nervous me too i'm still kind of nervous okay but we actually do like insights yeah i was i was gonna say like if i could towards. do a, a quick aside if this feels like a wonderful first sponsor because it was like a thing we actually like. yeah literally a thing i like you know um so that's cool and i thank them for letting us use their yes, conference room. thank you um if by chance you run a business or have an event and you would like to sponsor this show, uh, you should email lauren at rvanews.com. Is that correct? Oh, yep. Lauren. Lauren at rvanews.com. She's Great. lovely. Um, all right. 
Sam. Yes. It is now your turn to like a thing. That I've not been paid to like. I don't know. I can't speak for you about no. that. Um, Hunt for Red October. Yes. I didn't know. We didn't talk about this beforehand. Are we speaking of the Tom Clancy novel or the film based on said novel? I have not read the novel, so we're talking about okay. the, the film. Can film, I tell you some? Do you know? October. Do you know these interesting facts about the novel? This is your thing to like, but I did a little, a little research. I here. don't know. Tell me. Do you know? So let's just say what this is. So this is a movie, uh, about submarines. Oh yeah, I would. I would go so far as to say it is the movie about submarines. Sure, sure. There are some. Actually, there are some other movies about submarines, which yeah. people may take issue with me saying that, but I don't care because I think it's the best movie about submarines. Awesome. Um. Let me just say these things, then you can go. These are, this oh, I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear this. So Tom Clancy wrote the book in 1984, and it's the beginning of his whole Jack Ryan thing. Like, Jack Ryan yeah, this is the starts. First Jack Ryan. Right. It was published by the United States Naval Institute, which is a nonprofit that's not real. It's an independent thing from the Navy. But it was their first and, I think, one of the few works of fiction that they published. And this is their mission statement. This is crazy to me. Their mission statement is to provide an independent forum for those who dare to read, think, speak, and write in order to advance the professional, literary, and scientific understanding of sea power and the other issues critical to national defense. Huh. Which seems like a crazy, like, like, Tom Clancy wrote this book for, like, a super pro, like, we need to be the, like, public arm of pushing... Pro. Well, it does that. It does. <laughs> and now everything makes a lot of sense, honestly. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. So, so this is one of my favorite movies. It's in my top five. Yes. It, if it's on, I will watch it. Um, it is a movie set in, I believe it specifically says in the little thing, 1980X, Ugh. which is one of my favorite time periods. <laughs> so Ross and I are about the same age, and we grew up kind of... The Cold War was there, but like before we were teenagers, the Soviet Union collapsed. Yeah. So we get the sense of like, oh, we could, we're not quite Gen X, like in Douglas Copeland's Generation X, where it's talking about nuclear annihilation being a recurring dream for Gen Xers. Like, I don't know. Like, we were hopeful when I was 11. Right. Because the wall came down. But it's neat that this movie um, is set in that time period that's kind of my early youth as it were right um so it's got sean connery a scotsman playing a russian (laughs) so good um and he actually speaks russian in the beginning and i went on in part of this movie (laughs) because of this movie to actually study the language is that why you studied russian Uh, well I, i took it i took russian one as a senior in high school just because I needed to fill out my schedule, and I thought it would be fun. And, and part of that was to understand when Sean Connery says in a Scottish <laughs> accent, Stupoy Delayersh. I like, like how he doesn't, he doesn't right. try he or doesn't care to be Scottish. And, um, so I, and then I studied Russian language and Russian history in college. And most of my language facility is all gone because I haven't used it. But yeah. I know enough to know Sean Connery's accent. Um, so they do this thing where in the movie uh, sort of uh, – 10 or 15 minutes in during a scene, all the Russian officers are speaking Russian and then there's not even a cut, but like the camera pans up and then they start speaking English and you don't even notice. Yeah. Which is smart because who wants to read subtitles? When no I'm one. Not in the no middle. one. So if they've got a British accent, they are evil Russians or yeah. are they? Yeah. We don't know. You have to wait till the end. So it's a great movie. Um, it was on in my house a lot and I've, I, uh, my dad 
worked for a long time as a civilian for the Navy uh, in the Northern Virginia area. And it was part of the whole, uh, when you're a kid in the Northern Virginia area scene, they'll say, oh, what in kindergarten, what does your dad do for his job? And most of the kids are like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually not allowed to know. Yeah, so I didn't really know. But turns out, like, I don't know the exact extent of it, but from what I've gleamed, like, he worked on some of the systems that were in some of these subs. Whoa, cool. And that's just like, oh, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So it's this great movie, <laughs> and I don't even know where to, like, how to how to um, talk about, like, the structure of how much I like this movie. Tell me your favorite part. So, I mean, everyone, like, the plot, okay, people I can Wikipedia the plot, so we don't need to go okay. through the plot. So there's some of your... So there's a great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Basil Poldoris. Uh, and it's just good to listen to. The, my favorite part is, so uh, they're engaging the the silent drive. Yep. And they turn it on. The, the Americans are trailing the sub. They turn on the silent drive, and it goes dark. And as it's going silent, the um, the Russians start singing the Soviet national anthem. Literally the only reason I know the Soviet national anthem is from this movie. Yes. And um, <laughs> then... As the sub disappears on the sonar, the, the awesome guy on the sonar named Jonesy says, I thought I heard singing, sir. <laughs> it's just so perfect. And it like stirs your heart. Like, cause it's a, you know, patriotic songs, even if they aren't for your country are designed to push those musical buttons. Yeah. And this, that mix was great. What about, um, there's, then there's the whole son of a bitch line. What is that? Do we have to bleep that? Were you explicit? I can't even. No, that's know. fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You could say it on network TV. Great. Just everything. Like, I can start that movie at any point right. and jump in and just enjoy it. And so were you watching this with family? Like, yeah, is this a movie you and your dad would watch together? It would be, like, on in my house. And we would, if it was there, we would watch it. That's awesome. Do you know who directed this film? I have no idea. It was directed by John McTiernan, I think is how you pronounce his name. Do you know what other film this man has directed? I have no idea. Just a little film called Die Hard, a.k.a. one of my top three movies of all oh, time. Oh, great. A talented guy. Yeah. And Predator, which is great, but, yeah. you know, not as good so as the like classics. So I like Hunt for Red October. I like quoting it. Tell me some quotes. Give me some quotes. Oh, there's like uh, Pavarotti. Uh, Russians don't take a dump, son, without a plan. <laughs> I like the voices. That how happen. how do you how do you get people to want to get off a nuclear submer? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just some things in here don't react too well to bullets. That's Alec Baldwin doing an impression. Yeah, yeah. Of Russian slash Scottish Sean, Sean Connery. Um. Do you watch it now, whenever it's on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got it on my iPad right now. Do you queue it up? No, I, that so Karate Kid is one of my favorite movies, and I queue that up to watch the end scene, to, oh. to watch that. But uh, Hunt for Red October, I'll just pick up wherever I last left off, and it's, and it's good to go. I love that idea of movie having a movie like that. I don't think I have anything like that. But I enjoy that idea of like, oh, I'm just going to pick this up, and it's wherever it is. Yeah. Welcome to the new world, Mr. Catro. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that was... We just quit. Boom. Done. <laughs> um, how come? Um, how come this movie is like you said? Karate Kid is your, one of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, I feel like are there? 
Is it is it the movies that became important to you in your in that formative time? Would you say that the rest of your favorite movies are also from the eighties period? Or, or so I would put in my my favorite movies are movies that I'll just watch over and over again. That I, I recognize they're not necessarily the best movies. You sounds like a hedge over there. No, no, no. But I mean, like, I don't have Citizen Kane in my top five favorite right. movies. So I'm not trying to hedge, but I'm trying to say like my criteria. Gotcha. Isn't like, is this the most important movie for the world? Mm-hmm. My criteria is, can I sit down and watch this and bring me joy every time? So, yeah, those are why those are there. And I don't know if how much of that is nostalgia from youth, probably a good bit, uh, or how much of it is just I really enjoy watching those movies, which I still do. I mean, those hold up. Yeah, totally, definitely. Do you think, um, do you, think you miss some of the Cold War jokes? Like, I, I recently watched... Uh, the movie with the really long name, you know the one. How uh, how I learned to love the bomb and stop worrying. Oh, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Love. And um, I could. Do we have we talked about this before on the show, Doctor Strange Love? Um, I could re- I could see and hear that there were jokes happening that I realized and recognized were jokes, but I didn't. I couldn't get them because I, like you said, I'm I'm just so just slightly far enough removed from the Cold War that like. Those jokes don't resonate with me. Uh, do you feel like that with this movie, where there's no, stuff there in there are, you? There aren't really not... jokes, and it's pretty straightforward in terms of an action, action movie plot. Yeah. So it, there's they don't make you think too hard. Yeah, good old Tom. Tom knows how to write a book. Yeah, <laughs> trying to think, are there women in this movie? It's probably like a. I know hot Gates, Gates McFadden is in it. She is she play, really? She plays Mrs. Ryan. She plays the doctor. Doctor. Doctor yeah. Ryan. I don't know if she's a doctor. Do- no, Doctor Ryan is is jack ryan because he's oh that's right he's, he's a phd yeah and gates mcfadden briefly is in the movie as his wife and i don't know if she's a doctor but or if i just am thinking she's a doctor <laughs> because she played one on star trek to next generation well cool um i think that was all my questions Do you have anything else to add about the hunt for Red october other than it's amazing i will watch this with any human being any time of day you know what we should do yeah. we should have a like a day where we watch like five movies. It's a lot of movies in a day. That we should have a day where we watch like three movies. Everyone brings their favorite movie and we all just watch it. That sounds like a fun time. Doesn't that sound cool? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, wrap this up. This has been uh, Sam and Ross Like Things where we talk about things that we like. Episode 13. Episode 13. Ross, work and show notes be found for this episode? You can find show notes at samandrosslikethings.com. At the top of the page. At the top of the page. And where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at, on the Twitter at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. Oh, I had a tiny other little thing. Oh, we've got a... We've got a... A, a, late, a late addition to late the addition. Late addition. Late addition. I think we talked last... <laughs> I like that. I uh, think we talked last time about... I like that, too. I think we talked about two people last time yeah we? two people so i was on the two people podcast i listened to it today it was great thank you um they do an amazing job their their microphones had little fluffy things and like professional fluffy things on them what do those do like do they i don't tickle your nose and stuff plosives oh yeah it's probably a science thing plosives um and booms had booms for the mics and the fluffy things and a box, all the mics plugged in. This, I'm, what I'm saying is a very professional operation over there. Yeah. And uh, so, but, but that episode is now live. So if you wanted to hear me talk incessantly for like an hour, uh, you can check it out on the two people. I think it's 
I think it's uh, you go to google.com and type in two people podcast and it'll yeah. be right there at the top. It'll be at the top. <laughs> I'll put the link in the show notes. Great. Sorry, right. Sam, where can we find you? I'm uh, at Mr. Beefy, M R B E E F Y, on Twitter. And I also write for your uh, web zone. A web zone, rvanews.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Send us, send us stuff to the P.O. box. And if you have questions or follow up, you can hit us up on the buzz. Yeah. By that, I mean Twitter. And yeah. I think that's it. See you in a fortnight. Bye.